ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. who are not here, but we will 
go ahead and have our meeting. Um, because of tomorrow's um, and Thursday's outreach, Salvation Wednesday and Thursday, I feel there is a very important message I feel there's a very important message I should give you or share with you. But before I do, I want to take our minds back those of us in shine. There was a Sunday I shared some two scriptures with you. Psalm one twenty what? Who was here? What is Psalm 133? King James. I think it was Psalm 122 and Psalm 133. How many of us are in shine? Oh, you've, you, you are sitting in services? Ah, the center leaders. Okay, good. And how many are in his presence? Right. Right. So, if you will all turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 16, I want to Start now to give you the message that God wants us to have. And it's an important message we must have before whatever we are doing becomes successful. Amen. We are believing God that he will rebuild the old wastes. I will tell you that our centers lie in ruins. And I'm sure there are some leaders here who believe what I believe. There may be one or two centers that really look like churches or centers. But most of our centers lie in ruins. 
But Isaiah 61 verse 4 says, And they shall build the old wastes. They shall raise up the former desolations. And they shall repair the waste cities. The desolations of many generations. And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. And the sons of the alien shall be your plowmen and your vine dresses. But ye shall be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of God. Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles. And in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. For your shame ye shall have double. And for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore in their land they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. I believe that the season for the doubling of our centers has now come. And we will never give up. That's faith. How many of you watched this evening's service? Can I see your hand? Okay, how many of you did not watch this evening's service? Can I see your hand? Just being, can you stand to your feet? By God's grace, you didn't watch. You were not in the service and you, you, you didn't watch. Yeah. Um, why didn't you watch? Uncle Michael, why didn't you watch this evening's service? A little problem with your phone. Yeah. It's a revelation of your detachment. If you, you heard my question right, I wasn't so unreasonable to ask how many were in the service. No. Because there's a lot of traffic on the road. I'm sure there are even people who are coming who are stuck on the road. I'm not unreasonable. I may look unreasonable. My look. When you see me, you see a wicked man who doesn't understand anything. But come closer. You see who I really am. I'm asking those of us, please sit down, because when you stand and I see you, I get motivated to speak. You see, but if you are a leader of a church, in a, in a, of, of a church, if it's a 10-member center, 
and we are having a weekday service. You know, in the days of yore, there was no online ministry. Either you were here or you were out. But at great expense, you may not know that it's not every church that if you are not in the service, you can watch what is going on. It's not every church. But we are blessed. You see, and a certain interest in the word of God should be present in you before you can even embark on the journey of rebuilding anything that is that's been destroyed. Knowing also that you are the pace setter. In medicine, in cardiology, we say you are the pace maker. You determine the rate at which things happen. Okay, you can go and stand at the back. No problem. No problem. So if you feel sleepy, don't boldly come and sit in front. You see? So, can you imagine that if you are not interested, I mean, this is a weekday service for the church. And even if it's not just the entire, at least for the um, churches in centers. So, if you, the leader, you are not interested, where will your members be? You, the leader, are not interested. So, by that, you will discover that two things will happen. There is a physical, physical cutting off. That because you are there and you are not connected, your members will not be connected because if you are not interested, there is no chance in hell, hell, that you have organized people to watch anything. Never. It can never happen that you, you were involved in the organizing of your members. So, number one is that, two things. Number one is that by you not being connected, by you not, whether you are a center leader or you are a GSO or you are an MCO or whatever it is, by not being connected physically, I'm talking about the physical watch party of your center has been sacrificed. If that was even the main problem, I'll be, I'll, I'll be very happy because it can be solved. But the second problem is even more devastating. And that is the spiritual atmosphere your indifference creates in the hub. 
Because as the priests are, so are the people. Your disinterest in the arise service translates because it is spiritual. It is spiritual. You know? So, I just want to say that I was with somebody in a meeting. I, I, I was with someone and I called another person. Actually, let me just, I was looking for the remote control of an air conditioner in a room. In two rooms in the office. So, I called somebody to ask where the remote controls are. And I said that. I want to use these rooms. We have bought chairs. Very expensive chairs. I said we've, we have painted the room. I said we've put lights in the room. In the second room, there was a conference table. Expensive conference table. We also have got fire extinguishers. But, and we have an air conditioner. There, the, the room has an air conditioner. There's an external unit and there is a wall mount unit. Internal unit. We have all that old. But because of the remote control, which is not, we cannot be found, we cannot use that room that we have painted. I thought I was just talking. So when I finished speaking, the person who was a bishop, it's a bishop, sorry, said, he's really amazed that there are a lot of things we take for granted. Because where he is having his chair, the walls are not plastered or painted. So it is when I said that the walls are painted, that jolted him to realize, hey, it means that it is something to be in a place where the walls are painted. Because not everywhere has painted walls. It's something. Do you see? So I'm just saying that I mean, at the risk of appearing or, or sounding loquacious, I'm just saying that you may have something and not realize that what you have is a great thing. That we have a church. That when we have a church service, somebody who has abandoned her life to give her, her, her whole life to the church without a salary, comes on, takes us online. You may think it is everywhere. But I tell you that it is very disappointing. It's very disappointing because, and I said, the, the second issue is even a more serious issue. Because your indifference Casts a spell. Casts a spirit. Creates an atmosphere. And Paul said, 
if I build again, because tomorrow you are going to be to build the center. <laughs> you are a sinner. You are a transgressor. <laughs> I don't get the point I'm making. You are going to build something you have destroyed today. At least I can say that you are a madman. You are a mad woman. You are mad. You are mad. You've destroyed the center. Your members who from, from Sunday to Sunday may never have the chance. And if this is also the attitude, it means that even when we are, we are having ATM, most of you are asleep. Then on Sunday, you or Saturday evening, his presence, or Sunday shine, you rise up again to go and uh, uh, mobilize them to church. After you've destroyed them by not leading them to pray. And Paul said, if I try to build again that which I have destroyed, I am a transgressor. So I'm just telling you because sometimes you do things and you don't know what you are doing. There are, there are GSOs I'm intending to remove because they don't have time for the work. And I will respectfully ask them to bow out and I'm, I'm creating a new ministry for the elite. So please, when you are doing something, know, understand what you are doing. That you are destroying something. Tomorrow evening, we all be wearing our t-shirts, Salvation Wednesday, building, but we have actually transgressed a law. You are going to be... What I preached tonight for just 30 minutes here, if your members had heard this message, it would have made even your outreach tomorrow far, 10 times easier. I'm telling you. But you don't even know what I preached, so you, you won't understand. Go back to Facebook and watch the message. You understand that if your members, your six members, your three members had watched, if you had, if you had chaperoned your members and let them to watch what I preach today about faith, it would have helped your outreach tomorrow. So, Let's rise to our feet and ask the Lord for forgiveness and mercy. And nothing happening is a joke. Nothing happening is a joke. Don't joke with it. Lift your hands and pray and ask the Lord to have mercy on you. We are not saying that put the members on, a, on their basil. Just help them to come online. Because these guys are already watching pornography. They are already masturbating in their rooms. They know how to go online. We are not saying that Tuesday evening, leave your office at Bank of Ghana and then go and pick them from Anahia and bus them to church. No. But the grace of God, we've spent tens of thousands of dollars to, 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 to create the wherewithal to come online. You may not know that not everybody has it. Beautiful. Talk to God yourself. Whatever you want to say to God. If you have nothing to say, you can sit down.
it's like giving your child a sleeping tablet when she has swallowed it and uh, after about 30 minutes she's drowsy then you are trying to wake the child up get up and go to school but you give the child sleeping tablets we are all going to our uh, 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 to our areas, our hubs and our centers to go and wake our members up. We are doing have, have outreach. Let's pray. Let's go out. Let's do the, but exactly what they needed to have had. So next time, understand what you are doing. Let me see. Some of you don't know you are leaders. You are not an ordinary Christian. It's like when you don't do something, it's just you. No, 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 no. No. The spirit you are introducing into your church. I'm telling you, lift your hands and pray. And ask the Lord to have mercy on you. Rikito mikatliati kalala basonde de bosha. Sialeka, sialeka le dumoskata. Riagoza, riagoza, riagoza mianda. Kekola maliande gizuna mashkika. Tiangole mosa. Tiko bika laba daba daba daba. Diko malia zikola mandeliga. Ziminto kibalira. Sinteka malandika sika. Palabaga, palabaga, palabaga. If you are too busy to do this way, then step aside and let's get someone who will be available, who will care. There's nothing wrong with being busy. There's nothing wrong with being a businesswoman. There's nothing wrong with being a lawyer. There's, we, we need people to be important so that we can also have important Nicodemuses in our in our church. We need it. But don't stand in the way of the flock. Don't let your busy schedule destroy the flock. Don't do that. God will not be happy with you. There's nothing wrong with being a busy, busy businessman. There's nothing wrong with writing exams. There's nothing wrong with having problems. But if it will prevent you from doing what you must do, then please own up and let us replace you. We shouldn't even fish you out. You should come and say, you know something? Things have changed. I'm sorry. I can't do this anymore. But to be there and abandon the flock. Ha. Father, we thank you. Have mercy on us and forgive us our sins. We are sorry. Forgive us. We thought it didn't matter. But we didn't know that things were connected to us. We've not understood where we stand. Have mercy on us. And help us to do what is right. For the sake of the sheep. Like a mother will do things for the sake. For the sake. Uh, that a parent doesn't take decisions without considering the children. That the way our mothers should have traveled but didn't travel. 
our fathers could have divorced but they stayed in the marriage because of the children because of the children so they will see mommy and daddy together have mercy on us for making ourselves irrelevant have mercy on us Lord have mercy on us Lord in Jesus name we pray Amen you may please be seated thank you so tonight I want to give you a message from the Lord now by the grace of God we've we've had weeks of preparation for this week we've looked forward to it we've prayed and we have done many things for i mean in preparation for what is ahead of us this week and i believe it's going to be a great week now there is something you know this evening i was preaching and i mentioned the salt when everything is happening like food and when i say food all of us can relate with it because we all eat there's nobody who inhales air (laughs) we all eat daily and many times a day you know so i can use food to make a point that i believe you will understand that no matter the type of beef stew or jollof rice, jollof especially, without salt, it's, a, it's, it's, it's actually punishment. Yes, actually, if you want to punish somebody, give him jollof without salt and force him to eat it. Eat it. <laughs> it's painful to eat it. And of course, most of us will not eat it. Now, there is something that I have not talked about in a long time in this church. And tonight, no matter how long it will take me, I'll say it. Because it may be the reason why things haven't worked the way they should work. Ministry work without this salt I am about to talk about is no ministry work. If I, it, it cannot even be called ministry work. And many of us have done things and built centers and done outreaches and you know followed up and so on without this ingredient. And I thank God for the privilege and the superior guidance of the Holy Spirit to bring me to this point. What I am 
referring to is a word called anakazo. Anakazo. So I have in front of me church growth. It is possible. It's the prophetic word given to us by God through our prophets and our father. And Ezra 6.14 says, and the elders of the Jews build it. The elders, Ezra 6, I believe is 14. Yes, I'm there. The elders of the Jews build it. The elders of the Makane Church, Makane Cathedral, build it. And they prospered. See, you can build and not prosper. You can build and not prosper. You can, you can undergo and go through many activities without any, any, any palpable blessing. But these guys who build it prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. And they built it and finished it according to the commandment of the God of Israel and according to the commandment of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. Beautiful. So I believe that the era of building and not prospering is over. Yes. The era of building, which is an era we have been through. We have built a church and not prospered. But that era is giving way to a new era of prosperity. And ladies and gentlemen, the building that does not lead to prosperity is the building that is done without the prophetic word of a prophet in your life. When you dismiss the prophetic word, then you become a builder who doesn't prosper. And you, 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 you stand as an emblem. You stand as an icon. You stand as a fitting representation of Psalm 127 verse 1. That except the Lord builds, they that build, build but in vain. You are building. Because the Lord builds by the prophetic word. It's one of the ways God builds. So when you build without the prophetic word, you are building without God. And he says that except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. That is, building without a prophetic word leads or denudes you of prosperity. Denies you 
of prosperity. So you are building, but there is nothing to show for your effort. I like the way the message Bible puts this verse. Psalm 127 verse 1. The message Bible says, if God doesn't build the house, the builders only build shacks. If God doesn't build the house, the builders only build shacks. So they've built, but it's not something very, they don't build edifices. They build shacks. And you will know that you are all overseeing shacks. Centers which can rise above 10 members. Centers which can rise above 5 members. Shepherds who cannot rise above opening their Bible just once a week. If God doesn't build the house, and how does God build? God builds in many ways. When we pray, God builds. One of the ways God builds is by the prophetic word. If God doesn't build the house, the builders only build shacks. But that era is gone. That era is gone. We will have something to show. We've been here for two plus years. We've been built. There's nothing to show. Is that sharks? Sharks. Many of you don't understand sharks. If you want, if you know, if you want to see sharks, go to Abu Buloshi. or just just pretend to be going to Kolebu. Stand by the, the the roadside around the mortuary and look across the lagoon. That filthy lagoon. You see sharks. So they built something, but you don't want to stay in it. We don't want to stay in those houses. So they've, but, but they've built. People are still, right now, people are watching DSTV there. Go there. The, I don't have DSTV in my house. They have DSTV in their, in their, in their shacks. <laughs> they are having sex. It's a city. Shacks. It's called Sodom and Gomorrah. Shacks. Beautiful. So, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow and Thursday, we are going to build with this prophetic word. It's the word of a prophet. A prophetic word is not just a word which t- t- tells you the color of your panties. A prophetic word is not just a word which tells you the, your, your car number in the church. A prophetic word is a word from the Lord intending to guarantee your advancement in the area of concern. And we thank God for our prophet. And he says, to grow a church, to grow a church, to grow a center, you can never do it without anakazo. Try it and you will see 
Anakazo is a spirit. Either you have it or you do not have it. But you are still building. You can be building without Anakazo. Or you can be building with Anakazo. So what is this Anakazo? What is it? What is it that is so important that you cannot say you want to grow your center without this Anakazo? What is it? And I start reading. Luke 14 verse number 23. And the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and hedges and compel. Say compel. And compel, and that word compel is the Greek word anakazo. Compel them to come in. That my house, Makataya. I wish this was an all night. I wish this was an all night because I really missed you. All the four weeks I've not preached. I wanted to add it and just <laughs> clear it. Shokatakata. What is this word that we can't do without? What is it? What is so special about Anakazo? What is it that without it we can't build the church? What is that? Anakazo and I'm reading from chapter 26. Anakazo simply means to compel. To compel. It also means to necessitate. Make it necessary for the person to do it. To go in. To necessitate. To drive. And to constrain by all means. Such as force. Threats. Persuasion. And entreaties. There's nothing phlegmatic about Anakazo. You know, one of the beautiful things about working with God is that you have opportunities to learn things you didn't know. It's so important. So even the Great Commission, he said, when you go, don't just, don't be, don't be too, whatever, don't be impatient. He said, teach them to observe. You may think that it's just, I mean, observing is simple. But I said, teach them. Because they don't know. On that translation, it's teaching them to obey. Yeah. So even obedience, you must teach a person. 
you must show the person how to obey. Which is what I've done in this church that you think that every message I put on the WhatsApp page is rather confusing you. Because to obey, to get someone to do something, you must actually teach, not tell. Tell her, obey. When I say go, you must go. Hey, we are doing outreach. We are doing salvation Sunday. Hey, obey, obey. Just do it. No, 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 no. You teach them. Didache. Didache. Didactic teaching. Lesson one. Lesson two. Lesson three. Lesson four. To get a person to... Because it's not a small thing to obey. So... Don't think that this subject is in you. Or, uh, see, one of the ways to know that you don't have it is that you are presiding over empty halls and empty classrooms and empty, uh, empty things. You have nothing. We've been doing ministry in this church for two plus years. Nobody has a church service of 50 members. Stop it. Calm down. And be ready to learn what you must learn. Don't think you know. The reason why we have nothing to show for what we have done is that we have not obeyed the prophetic word of Anakazo. Anakazo. Makota Mayandala Bababa. Why anakazo is important for church growth? Why? Why is this anakazo? That is, that word means to force. You see, when you force someone, when you compel someone, when you necessitate, oh Jesus, help me. When you necessitate someone to do something, you are now, you see, you are, you are, you are not leaving the option to the person. But many of us have left the option to attend church, option to read their Bible, option to pray, option to whatever to them. But there is a spirit that takes over the option and says that because I am there, you pray. Because I am there, you will be in church because I will anakazo you. It's not in your power. Anakazo rests the power from the person. The spirit of Anakazu takes power from the person and holds the power and uses it to make the person do. Anakazu doesn't allow people to have their power. You compel. You compel. So that when the person, so when you say force, Force. Force. You will discover that. Um, can I have. Give me this chair. Put this chair. On the stage for me. Force. Compel. Which we don't have. We don't have. And that is why. You need to hear this before you go out tomorrow. 
You see, this thing sitting here will remain here. If you leave her, she will not pray. So a leader develops a power called Anakazo. So when you see that this thing is moving, it is moving not because the chair wants to move, but somebody is making it move. Making it move. That is the spirit. That is the spirit. There is nobody here with three members, two members, one member, five members. There is nobody here who can tell me that you don't have members who can become basenta leaders. You can't say it. They are not basenta leaders. They are not shepherds because you have not anacazled them. And the possibility is that you yourself may not have the drive. Because I must, I must eat banku, tilapia, drink Sprite, day and night. To be able to stand on my feet. Where's my chair? Maybe you don't know. What I did. You thought. That everybody can do it. But I can take you somewhere. And show you a man. Lying on a bed. That if you ask him. To move this chair. He himself cannot stand. himself cannot stand. There's no power in the hand. He himself is, uh, is, is, is lying moribund. Moribund. You think everybody can do this? You see, to do this, to do this, I myself must have the ability to walk. Yes. There should be power in my hand. If I can't walk, this thing will remain here. If I can't walk, this thing will remain here. Or I can just push it with air time to come online. <laughs> and it's just there. Jesus. And that's what we are doing. We are pushing our members with airtime. We are pushing our members. Somebody said that now in his church, he, 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 he takes buffalo and Coca-Cola. Kalina, Ziani, Kuna, my Kadiada, Kati, Suni, Hande. Hey, 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 hey. Can you please sit down, please? We are having a church service. In this area, the chief here says you can't stand after 8 o'clock. Listen to me very carefully. Listen to me very carefully. In ministry, eh, 
we don't leave the options to the members. You don't leave the option to that guy at the at the at the at the at the at the water cellar. No, 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 no. You move them. But you must have moving power to move. But you yourself, you have not prayed. You yourself didn't even come online to listen to the message. So what energy do you have to drive someone to do what? what? To do what? Why Anakazo is important for church growth. In the 14th chapter of Luke, we read the familiar story where Jesus told of of an important person who held a party for his friends. I want you to read this whole portion of scripture. Don't think you know it. So that you'll be familiar with the story. So Luke 14 verse 16. Then said he unto him, a certain man made a great supper and bade many and sent his servants at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come for all things are now ready. And they with all one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I've bought a piece of ground and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go now to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and showed his love these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bringing hither the poor the maimed and the halt and the blind and the servant said lord it is done as thou hast commanded and yet there is room and the lord said unto the servant go out into the highways and hedges and compel and accuse them to come in that my house may be filled for I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. This man had the unfortunate experience of spending a lot of money on a big party. How we have also spent a lot of time on a big party on Wednesday, on a big party on, on, on Thursday. Just like as this man also spent money. Some of us have spent money. Some of us have spent our, our energy. Some of us have spent our relationships. Time you could have spent with your wife. Time you could have spent with your sister. Time you could have spent sleeping. You spent it out, w- moving around, talking to people, inviting people. So f- for, for us to see anything done, we spend. But ladies and gentlemen, spending money, spending time, spending your, 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 your comfort is not enough. He had the unfortunate experience of spending a lot of money on a big party, inviting important people, only to find out that most of them wouldn't come. This man was very surprised about the rejection of his invitation. Tomorrow, some people will reject your invitation. I'm telling you. He became angry as he listened to the excuses of those he had invited. In his anger, he decided to invite anybody he found on the street. 
Imagine having a party with people you don't even know. You, they are in your house. You don't know them. Unfortunately, at the time of the night, at that time of the night, there were not so many people around. Even after inviting those on the street, his party was relatively unattended. He then decided to invite the sick, the blind, and the handicapped. Imagine that. What an unusual selection of party goers. His party was full of the non-entities and the down and out of society. Just so that his house will be full. I pray that you see a full house tomorrow. I pray that you see a full house on Thursday. I pray that you see a full house. Not just tomorrow, but next week Wednesday. Not just on Thursday, but next week Thursday. Not just next week Thursday, but next two weeks. Next three weeks. Receive the capacity to have a full house. And ladies and gentlemen, them who see full houses are those who take power from them. And say, I determine when you come. I believe this story is symbolic. The reason why your church is empty is that you have not respected the prophetic word. I believe this story is symbolic of the Lord Jesus sending us out to invite people to him. It is also symbolic of pastors sending out their members to evangelize the world. I've discovered that every time I embark on evangelizing the world, inviting many people to a great supper, I encounter the same things that this man encountered. However, I believe that this man was a success. And so shall you be a success. I said, if that man was a success, you shall also be a success. Say, Anakazo. In spite of everything, he had his party. He had his party. And his house was full of guests. It might not have turned out the way he initially wanted, but he had his party anyway. I see you having your services. I see you having full services. I see your desires coming to pass. But ladies and gentlemen, how I wish it would come to pass by just lifting your hands. But there's more to life than receiving. I'm giving you some reasons why Anakazu, without it, you cannot build anything. You cannot grow anything. Number one, Anakazu is important because only a certain type of evangelism will lead to church growth. People are not going to be convinced or compelled to know God through our little church games. Our Mickey Mouse church programs and bazaars will not go very far in today's world. We must go out there and drive them to God. I'm saying that Anakazo is a certain type of evangelism. Not the phlegmatic suggesting 
hoping that he will come. No. Oh, my church is uh, having a meeting here and we are saying that we are, we are calling some people if they will come. Do, are, are you sure you'll be able to come? Is your mother at home waiting? Uh, will they close your gate? No, no, no. That, that attitude doesn't lead. It's, it, say a type of evangelism. Say a type of evangelism. There are many types of evangelism. One of them is the anakazo type. Yes. Yes. And I pray that tomorrow you are not going to do the lighthouse type or the presby type or the, or the action type or the winner's chapel type. But you do the anakazo type where you drive necessity. You have to go and see what is happening there. Number two. Anakazo is important. Because the people that will fill our empty churches are not in places where they can receive bourgeoisie invitational cards. Even if you give an invitation card, he will will go to toilet with it. Anybody here expecting a man in a Toyota Corolla to come to your center service tomorrow evening is, is on drugs. Expect to see area boys, dirty, smelly, little boys and girls. But we love the little boys and girls. If only you will have time for them, you know. If only you have time. Without an akazo, your church will be empty. Remember that if this man had not employed the strategy, he could have said, go and invite them. Tomorrow, we are not going to invite people. What are we going to do? We've invited them far too long. It's time for some drive. It's time for some power. Some power moves. Matagosata Baba. Receive that power and may it be an anointing you carry not for one week, not for two weeks, but for your ministry if it is important to you. Number four. Without an akazo, many churches are going to die a natural death. Yes. As many of you, many of you should have been the ones to write this book. Centers <laughs> hmm. are dying naturally. It's just dying. And I can show you graphs of centers which were 20 and now they are 5. Killing me softly. Through phlegmatic oversight, an acasoless phlegmatic oversight by people who have no drive. I was passing the church. They were calling me a military commander. They have turned the church into a military camp. Life is becoming more hectic. And people are becoming more busy in the 21st century. Yes. 
Everybody is busy. If I wasn't a type of pastor, many of you would not be sitting here. But there's a type of pastor, when you are with him, you must be very careful. Who is not busy? Who is not busy? Even Christ. Babies in Christ, they come with homework. Zuna, Zuna, Zuna Gaga, Zania Goleba, Pakadazi Katia Daga Bahanda, Kabia Kataka. Kababa. You will no longer be known by your natural temperament. You are going to be known by an imposition of a supernatural mantle over your life which determines the outcomes of your life. No more naturalness. Natural is the enemy of supernatural. Natural, you see, by the very word supernatural, you may think that, that, that supernatural is super upon natural. That you need natural and then super is added. But what you may not know is that being natural is an enemy. It, it fights the supernatural. So we don't come here with our choleric temperament. I know somebody who has used her cholerism to destroy relationships, to destroy the church. We don't come here with cholerism. We don't come here with sanguinism. We don't come here with melancholism. We don't come here with phlegmatism. We come here with the anointing of God upon our lives. We don't need cholerics here. I've done ministry enough to, to give you examples of churches which have been destroyed by raw talking rude cholerics incapable of accommodating the mistakes of others no one not knowing that they were worse than infidels supernatural is not Divine over natural. No natural. Don't bring your sanguine here. Otherwise, you will sleep with your choir leader. You'll be a lady pastor and be fornicating with the usher at the back of the church. We put aside our naturalness because natural is not nice. Those who are natural cannot receive from God. We don't put spirit over natural. We go for the supernatural. It's a, that's a direct route. You don't become natural and add prayer to it. Now, before we go, I want to show you today. How do you use anakazo? How? How do you use anakazo? How? Number one. You use an akazo to prepare a great supper. Anyone who wants church growth must prepare for it. Most Christian outreaches are not successful unless there is a lot of preparation 
ask yourself how much preparation has gone into anything you are doing tomorrow evening thursday evening we, uh, listen to me anakazo is not just going to hold somebody's set and say come we are going i'll slap you we are going <laughs> You use an akazo to prepare. That is, you force. You force to get a choir in place. Many of you have not prepared. Because you may not know. How many of you would like to come and sing for our salvation Thursday? Um, some new people are going to come and we need some um, some singers. Is there anybody? Hey. So Jane, you won't sing. Hey. Papa Kwame, you are sitting there. You are only talking as I'm, as I'm speaking. You won't come. So nobody is going to come. Only Rahel and Ifia. Hey. Connie, are you not going to sing? Hmm. Okay. Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. We'll do something. No! No! The pastor says, you are singing. Get up and go there. Go and stand there. Go and stand there. You, go. You, go. You, move. Say, this is the cry for next week. James, James, when we close, start a rehearsal with them. Teach them the song. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Go and teach them. We use an akazo to prepare before. Last week we had only Kwame and Papa and Esther dancing. At this salvation service, we cannot have only Papa and uh, 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 whatever and whatever dancing. Michael to the front, Sister to the front, Brian to the front, Nevis to the front. Svetlana, Svetlana. You are the one teaching them. After church, because of time, we don't have time. We can't. We, we don't have uh, many days to rehearse. So after church, see Francisca. She'll give you opumero for you to use it. That's what we are dancing opumero for 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 tomorrow. By tomorrow evening, we are wearing black skirt and white blouse. Black. Yes, this is black. So find even this one. If you don't have this set, you can have. You are, you are even making a way. You may not have a set, but wear, this one is white. So wear it tomorrow. You too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Mavis. Everybody look at Mavis. White and black. So you too. If you don't have, ask your brother. Yes. But it is opumero. We use an akazo to prepare. We use an akazo to prepare the message we are going to preach. My God, you stand in front of a mirror and you say, Today, I'm pre- I'm, I want to welcome all of you. Today's message, today's a special service. And I believe that God brought you here to hear a word for your life. 
God brought you here to change your life. God brought you here to bless you. And you are preaching into a mirror. I'm now starting the word. And I'm, 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 I want you to turn your Bibles open to the book of Genesis, the 14th chapter and the 6th verse. And I'm adding this one to an original scripture I should have read before. But as a reason, I'm reading this earlier. So that we can look at what is in Lamentations 3. You rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and write notes. So when you stand there, you have already preached the message ten times. You use anakazo. You use anakazo. Mommy, you use anakazo to get the paint to paint the room. Find it. Sister's mother has a shop. Go with her. Say, mommy, you know our little church we are starting. We are having a convention. And we need paint. We believe that God wants you to give us paint. Even if it's half a bucket, we like it. Eh? What? What What color? Oh, any color. Really? Is it black? No, we don't like black. (laughs) You want white? I don't have white. I don't have white. Okay, mommy, it's okay. You can give us the money. You go and buy. Okay. But mommy, um, is it possible that um, you can make it one bucket? Please. If you don't have it today, I know that God has touched your heart. Next, next, I can borrow somebody's money. The next week, I can come. But I believe that you are the one who must give us the paint. For the, for, it's the work of God. And God will bless your children. Say, and a castle to prepare. It's not just going to people's houses and calling them. To, calling them to what? Calling them to come to a service where a bogus choir stands there and sings rather to drive them out. Kanula. Makadia Gazuda. That pastor standing there. That center leader has used an akazo on her sister in Begro to get a second hand tablet. She has used an akazo to get about seven Bible translations. You prepare with an akazo. How many hours of prayer have you undercastled your members to go and pray? That you say you are going to have your what? Salvation what? Prayer. We are all busy. We are all busy. She's a student. He is a bank manager. He is a torture driver. He is a housewife. His, his, his wife has made him a wife at home. <laughs> Every, let's, let's, maybe you don't know everybody has something to do so to get things done you force if you leave people they will never pray yes that's why I'm, I'm, I'm using this as an opportunity I can't, I can't get a better opportunity now I'm informing you now maybe next week we are going to monitor prayer Yes. We are going to give every leader here a link to a Google sheet. And I've got 12 topics 
Can I have the topics? Twelve topics. Twelve topics. Every leader. Not, not twelve topics every day or every month. It's twelve. You will choose which one you want to pray. But, and when you pray that prayer, you pray 30 minutes. Then you send a Google link. Or it's one hour, you take. One hour, then you send. Then it goes to populate your... The topics are prayer that the Lord will bring in new souls. Prayer for the establishment of existing members. Prayer for the spiritual maturity of members. Prayer for the growth of the number of sheep under you. Prayer for the Lord to bring new leaders or laborers into the work. Prayer, number six, prayer for the conversion of members into leaders. Number seven, prayer for you to be anointed. Number eight, prayer for your leaders under you to be anointed. Number nine, prayer to bind and destroy all forms of evil plans against you and your flock. Number ten, prayer for, for, for wisdom and revelation for yourself as a leader. Number eleven, Prayer for wisdom and revelation for the leaders under you. And number 12, prayer to finish well in ministry. So, you, you pray any, any of the topic. Which one God leads you? When you pray, you will send a Google form. So, when we come for your review, we review your prayer life. We used to review visitation. But the Bible says in Acts 6 and verse 4 that we will give ourselves not to visitation but prayer. When you come for review, your own Google form you have formed, you have filled. If you didn't fail, you are out. You are out. Because ministry, real ministry, is not visitation. You pray before you visit. Otherwise, you'll be sitting on the man after 20 minutes of the visitation. You'll be sitting on him. That's why we pray before we go. We pray before you go. So that you can come out of the house with clean fingers. Because yes. as you serve you in the water, the dress can fall. And when the dress falls, I was even thinking that because you are sitting down, she will even pick the dress and wear. But she will turn and pick the dress. We pray before we interact. I said you pray before you sit with Annette and have a chat with her because two sentences from that girl can give you an erection. Peter said, send men who are filled with the Holy Ghost to go to the dining hall and feed the widows. But we, but we, but we, but we, we the shepherds, we the pastors, we the leaders, we the GSOs, we, 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 we. There's a group, there's a group that gives themselves 
to prayer. But we. Sorry for breaking the message to give you breaking news. And Nakazo, you prepare. Even if you're not prepared, tonight, stay up all night and prepare. Because if God doesn't invite them, you are inviting. There are people I have pastored. I wish I had never met them. It's not everybody you go close to. Bible says, not all men have faith. That's why we pray. I said, even if you have not prayed, tomorrow, declare fast. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And I castle fast. And I castle them. 10 o'clock, call Mavis. Are you praying? Kwame Osai, are you praying? Felicia, where are you now? Now. Don't lie. Where are you, Felicia? Where are you? I'm in the torture. Pray. I'm going off. Pray. A leader who wants to build does not leave the option to the people. He takes it from them. So they do what you want them to do, not what they want to do. You can't be here as a leader and do what you want to do. If if that's what you are doing, you can continue. You will do it until I find you. I'm one man. I'm just one man. I can't see everything. So continue. But I'll find you. You can never be under me and do what you want to do. Never. Never. It can't happen. Because my hands are clean. Use an akazo to influence many people. Number two. You can sit down. Choristers and nurses. So tomorrow, we will come to you, or Thursday, we will come to your center and see the, the, the lack of an akazo you have used to prepare for an, an akazo service. Mommy, an akazo is not holding somebody's shirt and say, let's go. And Akazo begins with the preparation. Number two, you use Anakazo. The word, the word Anakazo is synonymous with many people. Anakazo that fills a church is not used on three people. And many of us here, one reason why you are okay with, with a few members is that you are an, an African pauper who has been raised with little, little milk, little sugar, little bread. You have never eaten and left some before. Even in your room, where you sleep, is a small space. So when you come to a church, and there are few people. You are already used to few people. That's why I said, we don't do ministry 
with our natural predispositions. Even our natural dispositions. We don't do ministry with our natural tendencies. Not even with our natural background. We do it with the backdrop of the word of God. In the word of God forbids you to have a few. A certain man made a great supper and bade many. Ministry, you don't invite a few. You don't witness to a few. You don't preach to a few. Luke 8 verse 11. And the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. When you are using the word of God, remember, you are doing seed business. And seed business doesn't allow you to do small things. When you are doing seed business, you don't do few. Because you need a lot for a few to grow. I don't know of any, any maize farmer who puts only one grain of maize or corn in the ground. They put three, they put two, they put five, and one sticks out. Ladies and gentlemen, seed business requires you to bid many. Bid many, I should have said. To bid many for a few to remain. If you start with few, there will be nothing in the ministry. Sorry for beating your wife. You don't do few. Don't do few. If you do few, there'll be nothing left. You must do many. You must invite hundred to have seven left. You must have two hundred names that by this time you should have invited for only 16 to come. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying that you are, an, you are an African who was raised on little. The milk was measured in teaspoons. Everything is small except the amount of feces you've produced. That one is plenty. Because it's, 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 it, 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 is, it is roughage. Roughage. African feces is not a small thing. African feces is bulky. Because we eat roughage. Raw. Some of you, today, I am putting in your hands the power to cancel your, your Salvation Wednesday. Or, write it with the mind of doing remedials.
one of the primary reasons churches do not grow is because Christians keep to themselves. You cannot keep to yourself if you want to be an effective witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. You talk to many. By this time, uh, is it Frank? How many names do you have on your sheet? Not people who are going to come, the people you've contacted. Roughly. Do you even know? You know. Let's mention not, not 68 or 73 or 102. Roughly what? That is something. So tomorrow, sex will come. That is if your angels come to the service. If the angels don't come, it will be a normal center service. When you are doing seed business, you start with a lot and pray that some will come. So even when a man marries a woman, to impregnate her, the man needs only one sperm. If he comes from a certain tribe, then they may need two sperms for twins. (laughs) But normally, most of us in our marriages is just one sperm. Just one to meet an egg and the baby forms. But to have one, you must have about 200 million sperms. Only one. To get one soul to be sitting in the church, you need 200 million people to be invited before one week. So if you have got 37, (laughs) you will go to 37. (laughs) You will be on admission at 37. (laughs) Your center will go on admission at 37. Hundred million, hundred million, not forty million. No, forty million, you are out. We are looking for forty million in only one milliliter, and you produce about two point five three milliliters. Kaya guda gagaziga doga. Even though we need only what one. So if you come, you are a man, you are going to marry uh, Faustina and your sperm count is one million. <laughs> one million. One million should work. We need only one. No, no. One. One. So if you've got one million, one should be enough. But nature doesn't teach us that. Nature says that if you approach a woman with one million sperms, it's just like pouring house of cocoa into her. And you are coming with 37. 37, it means yours is a drip. 37, it's a drip. Say, so are you happy to be in church tonight? <laughs>
by this time, you should have had 150 names. To have 10. Coming. And two will get saved. But you have what? 37. Go on admission. Number three, use an akazo and never cancel your service. Madula gadiaga bashataba. Never cancel. Never cancel means that tomorrow, if the number you are expected didn't come, it means the servant didn't come on. You you re- repeat and repeat and repeat until the day you see twenty singers and eighteen dancers. You know, our force. We will have it. This doesn't work. Remedials. Some of you, the service you have tomorrow will not be a salvation service. The service you have on Thursday will be far from a salvation service. Many of you are going to have warm-up services. The real salvation services that should have been, 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 been prepared for by an akazo. You've not done it. I want to apologize to you for preaching this message today. Forgive me. We all, we, are, we all have mistakes. So don't take me on. I said, don't take me on. So to, this week is the week. Like WAC. Or what? O level. O level, A level. It was national event. Why it, it, it even comes into the papers? Yes. So we are announcing this week. Have you ever heard people going to write remedials? They are there, but they are writing. The main exams there ah, it's even in, in, the, in the graphic front page. 48 or oh no, 200,000 students nationwide begin their WIAC exam this week. And the Ministry of Education has deployed health inspectors in all the 120 districts and, uh, addressing the, the teachers in the preliminary forum of the, of the oh, no, no, nonsense. The main exam it's in the papers. You never know people are writing. But when they don't pass, the remedials is not announced. <laughs> I leave it to you to do your own remedials. If there's anointing on you, that a righteous man will fall seven times, but he rises again. Nobody lifts him up. He himself rises. May you learn how to rise. But an acaso man doesn't allow for, he, he doesn't understand. If it rains tomorrow or Thursday, it means it is next week. Don't worry. Your prayers tomorrow or Thursday should not include rain. Don't pray to stop rain. If it rains, what happens?
anakazo doesn't allow you to cancel. It allows you to do it well. We force. Anakazo is not a gentle invitation. Every single one of you must hold the hand of someone you see out there and physically bring them into the church building. You hold the hand. We are going. When they finish, you use sanitizer. Bishop did that. He said that day. He said some were taken aback when he announced it. But we did it. And we brought in hundreds of untouched dwellers. And that castle doesn't say, can you follow me? We are going. We are going. Forget about your Dior perfume and inhale his sentinel. We did it. And we brought in hundreds of untouched dwellers. That day we had several people giving their lives to Christ. I said, the real salvation Wednesday, salvation Thursday, if you have it, you will know it. You will know that you had it. You will know you had it. Number five. Use an akazo to prevent having empty halls. A pastor working with the spirit of an akazo is not prepared to have an empty church service. Many years ago, as a medical student, the Lord asked me to start a church. I had no members in my church. Not even one soul to preach to. But I was not prepared to have an empty chair. You see, you, you are, you see, that is why the, the Bible says in that Anakazo story that the, 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 the master, the lord of the house, he was angry. Read it, read it. Take me back. So, yes, 21. So the servant came and showed the lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, Without anger, you cannot have an akazo. People who are comfortable with little, who are comfortable with mediocrity, who are comfortable with 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 with, with a lackluster performance, never have an akazo. An akazo is for people who are irritated, who are angry, who are furious. Who want things to happen and that things are happening. I'm saying to you that the emptiness in your church is a result of a lack of an emotion you lack. If you are not angry, you won't pray. You, you must be angry. To call people to go and dance. If you are comfortable with three people dancing, you are okay. And many of us have come into the ministry with your poverty background. Your poverty background. 
your intractable poverty that you cannot prize yourself from. You've brought it to the ministry and God is the one suffering. But you, what you don't know is that God is not suffering. You will suffer because he brought you for you to Exodus 35 that you, 23, you serve him and he does what? Blesses you. What you don't know is that that center you are doing is your blessing. It's for you. The master of the house being angry. You never move. An anakazo pastor has anger at the base of his reactions. He gets angry when the choir sings. He gets angry when the dancers dance. He gets angry when the ashes are not dressed well. He gets angry when the instrumentalists don't dress because an anakazo man, Jesus, help me, has got standards. And until those standards are met, nobody will be free. He comes into the room and an Akazo man, when he steps in, he expects the chairs to be failed. When the chairs are not failed, there must be a meeting. There must be a meeting. That's why the guy with the one talent, he described the master as hard. And Anakazo requires you to be hard. And a castle requires you to be hard. Because Matthew 16, 18. Thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church. The church is built on rocks. The church is not built on foam and vono and water and foam. Church is built on hard. I've known now that you are hard. And upon this hard rock, I will build. Anybody who is soft can never build anything for God. You must be hard. A hard person doesn't understand anything. You there, you understand everyone. You understand why they should even fornicate on the stage before they sing. You understand why the girl should be with a man and still be a shepherd. You seem to understand everything. You seem to understand why that center leader can have a center meeting today on Wednesday, next week on Thursday, the following week on Wednesday, then move on Tuesday, the next week there's no meeting. That's what William was doing. William, that's, the standard. He was, that's what he was doing. When we were having meetings on Wednesday, he was having it on Fridays and Saturdays or some bizarre, com- I don't even know who taught him, but he met a rock. He met what? May you be a rock. Because until we find a rock, we can't build. May your hall from today. Listen, I want to tell you, I've told a group this. In this church, you will hear such announcements. Like Salvation Wednesday. Crusade. You hear Salvation Thursday. 
you hear between the porch and the altar you hear a week of fasting you hear national visitation these are official activities of the church they are never meant to guide you that is when the church is having salvation Wednesday you must have it with us otherwise you are independent but when we finish the salvation Wednesday nothing stops you from having your own salvation Wednesday your own salvation whatever your own your own convention your own prayer and fasting your own outreach your own if all you are doing is sitting down for announcements that we should announce that uh, the next uh, uh, salvation service is in august uh, 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 october then, then you don't understand what you are doing do you think there's anything i'm doing here which is uh, the, the announcement is good friday and we are all going Eh? Or you're not going? You're going. That is for the UD. But here, I'm not waiting for anyone to tell me when to fast. You mean the UD should give me a timetable about outreaches? Ah, then, 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 then I'm not fit to be here. May God speak to you. Many of us are not building our centers with our spirit. Many of us are building our centers with, I mean, you are not even called. Leave the center. Come and tell us you can't do it. Because some of us, we are full of energy, you know. I'm over 50 years. Most of you here, I don't know, I don't even know who here has strength to match my strength. I don't know who here has got strength that matches my strength. A phlegmatic like me. Because passion changes a man. Passion changes a man. You don't have it. If you had passion, if you had a certain energy, can you sit down and let me tell you something? Something wonderful. Please tell us. The reason why you don't even have ideas. Nothing moves you. Till we announce salvation Wednesday. Till we announce salvation Thursday. Till we announce that we are fast. Till we announce. There's nothing from you. Because the truth is that you are actually a hireling. You are not a proper shepherd. So you don't have ideas. You don't have ideas. On your own, when you, t- you see, when a mother gives birth, gives birth, labor ward, baby. Are you with me? Yes, labor ward, baby. When she puts the baby on the breast and the nipple enters the baby's mouth and the baby begins to suck, some things happen. Just the Pressure of the baby's mouth on the nipple triggers 
a hormone called prolactin. And it causes milk to be produced. Prolactin. Then it also fires an another hormone called oxytocin. Listen to me very carefully. I didn't come here to teach you medicine. It fires oxytocin, which causes the milk to just push out, squirt out. So you need the baby to be on your breast. The nipple in your mouth. And we call it the let down reflex. The milk flowing. It's squeezing, prolactin, oxytocin. But that's not all. A real mother who has feelings for the baby. And not all mothers have feelings for their babies. Because we know of mothers who give birth and put the baby in the baller. Hello? So, so that's it. So the fact that you are a shepherd doesn't mean you have feelings for your sheep. Now, 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 watch this one. When a mother has feelings for its baby, just hearing the baby crying in the room causes milk to be produced. Sometimes that, seeing the baby lying there, paddling the legs, milk is coming. Just, just thinking about the baby, thinking about the baby, thinking about the baby, causes milk to be produced. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying to you that if you are a real shepherd of your sheep, Habaka, nobody will tell you how to preach, what to preach, how to say it, what to say it, just the sight of oh Jesus. How many times I've stood here with a message, but after one hour, I realized that I didn't say even one word from my notes because looking at the people I love causes my mouth to I feel like hitting you. No wonder. You are, many of you have no feelings. You're not a real mother. What to do? What to do? I will tell you today, you don't need me to show you what to do as a shepherd. You don't need me to tell you what to do as a center leader. If you are a proper center, have you seen anybody coming to tell me what to do? This meeting I'm having here is from my own breast milk. Nobody. I've never been told that on Tuesday... But I love my children. I love the work I'm doing. If I look, if I don't push this milk out, my breast will pain me. That's why I can see I'm forcing it into your mouth. You will drink it. <laughs> you will drink it. You will drink it. I say because the feelings are strong. You will drink it. Like. You will drink it. It's anakazo. Anakazo. It's called force feeding. You drink it. Kadima How come that you say you are an MCO, you are a movie overseer? There's no feeling. You, you, I mean, you remember the members on Saturday or someday. No. I can't. I can't even have my quiet time. 
I can't. I'll confess. It's difficult to have my quiet time. When I start reading the Bible, the first verse I start having my quiet time with, the, the ideas I get, I want to write it down right now. Who can I push it to? If you can see, all my texts these days are from numbers. Because I'm having my quiet time. In I can't finish my quiet time. But you, you can drink ahi on top of house cocoa. An afternoon, get some banku kwanla. No feelings. I mean, you, you, you don't even really look like a shepherd. You don't look like a shepherd. Are you a shepherd, sir? Of what? Center leader? Of how many members? How many members came to church on Sunday? Eight members, of course. You look like a plumber. You look like a plumber. When you see a shepherd, even the way he appears, this guy is wild. This guy. This guy is wild, yes. He's going somewhere. The way. Use an akazo to overcome people's excuses. An akazo. When you hear an akazo, you then it's like when somebody gives you an excuse, your anakazo spirit must kick in. No, I know that your mother has sent you, but we have to go. I will go with you to your mother and give the food to her and tell her that there's a church service. I want to take you. We are going. And an Akazo man does not respect excuses because he knows that many excuses are lies. Because a certain man made a great supper. That means an evening meal. And the man said, I'm going to look at my land. Where do you inspect a land in the evening? You have been invited to a party. You say, I have married a wife. Is it not rather that you must go and, and attend the party with your wife and get free food and even carry some for your holiday? He said, I've bought an oxen. Is it in the evening you go and try how a cow walks? Many of the excuses and, and a casual man knows that they are lies. He doesn't respect excuses. One of the things you need to do if you are spiritual is to speak against the minds of people. Address things, people, people's ideas. Many of you, you know it. That when I'm preaching, I preach against your mind. It's a level of the anointing. Because people have minds. In Luke 20 verse 19. 
Jesus spoke against their minds. Luke 20 verse 19. The chief priests and the scribes the same hour sought to lay hands on him. And they feared the people for they perceived that he had spoken this parable against them. They didn't mention anybody's name. But the people said, so who the cap fits? Let them wear it. You will never hear me preaching and saying that Kwame, the James, this Uncle Francis has done this. Pastor Lester is like that. No, but when you, you yourself, you, 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 you when you try the cap and it doesn't fit, you pass it on to the next person. <laughs> I mean, the type of cap that is coming from the pulpit, you can tell that this one is for that head, that boy's head. Number six, use an akazo to overcome people's lies. And you must be spiritual enough to know be, what constitutes excuses, what constitutes, look, ministry, it's exciting. It's an exciting adventure in the spirit. But you don't want to pay the price. That's why it's a chore and a ball. People are lying. He said, oh, I went here. He didn't go anywhere. He didn't even went anywhere. <laughs> Number seven, use an akazo to make a way. A lot of the people, Nicolina, don't open one eye. There's nothing in the ceiling. Wake up. But you are close one eye. You are using one eye to look at the ceiling. When I'm standing in front of you, what are you looking at in the ceiling? Are you using a concave mirror to look at me? Are you using a concave mirror to look at me? What was I saying? And she even confused me. Use an akazo to make a way. To make a way. And I was saying that most of you, eh, the people who should have come tomorrow or Thursday, you should have met their parents by now. Make a way. By this time, you should have had about 50 names that you have gone to the houses of the guys to talk to their parents because they will never come to your center service. Going to see someone's parents to ask permission is making a way. Remedials, it will happen this week. You make a way. You don't have slippers. Come for one. You are hungry. Get buffalo. As you are going, put buffalo in your pocket. One bottle of water in your back pocket. You say he's hungry now. He take one. Eat. <laughs> Tomorrow, take your old t-shirt in your bag. So, I'm going home to say, oh no, there's a shirt here. Those of you with, with cars, have, have water in a gallon, some sponge, and say, I'm, I'm feeling too whatever. Let me drive. Go and bat in the forest. I'm, I'm, I'm using the torchlight. I'll shine it on you. May you enjoy the adventure of ministry. May you enjoy the adventure of serving God. It's beautiful. Our brother says it's a beautiful job. Don't make it a chore and a ball. It's a beautiful job. Use an akazo to go out of your usual circle of friends. 
Many of you, your centers are small because you have your own preconceived idea of who a Christian is. You cannot accommodate a, a man who has done Rasta. But soon, we have good have Rasta men on the stage. Yes. If the normal men will not come, what should we do? Go out of your usual circles. The, the people where you do your outreach, the people, some of you, you pass people to talk to others because... It, You've not met an empty church before. Anybody you pass is the one who should have come. Yes. I said, anybody you pass is the one who should have come. The rich man, he bypassed a lot of people to send invitations to people in East Legon. They swerved him. Before he knew it, he was at gravel pit calling people. Ghana flag. Yes. Anconam. Yes. You, you, you see, the, a rich man, I, I mean, somebody who can throw a party, he's East Legon. So he sent the cards to East Legon. Some of you tomorrow, you should be prepared to have people carrying Kenke coming into the room. A woman carrying Asana. A quick baby, fan eyes. Clang, clang, clang. Inside the room, clang, clang, clang. Fan eyes. Maybe five Ghana. Then you go out and seven. Come and sit down. Because the original people who wear nice t-shirts with nice pomade and nice perfume, they will never come. May you learn to step out of your usual circle. May you learn to step out of what you think is the right group. May you learn for God so loved the world. Then so loved Fantis and rich people and Fantspin boys, the disco boys. He loved the world and the world is not easily gone. The real Ghana is not easily gone. Number nine. Use an akazo until there's no more room. <laughs> that is the basis for remedials. Because we are writing this exam tomorrow and Thursday to fail the hall. So if it's not failed, what you will do? Stand to your feet. ministry. Your own. When God tells you to do something, what is in it is for you. He's not a shareholder. 
Jesus did not fry some of Peter's fish. The fish was for Peter. Clap your hands. Don't stop. I will tell you when to stop. I will tell you when to stop clapping your hands. Now you can stop and listen. How to use an akazo to induce church growth? Number one, use an akazo to prepare the supper. The preparation itself is an akazo driven. Number two, use an akazo to influence many people. An akazo is not used in the context of three and four. And without it, you have an empty church. So what do you do? You are supposed to do many. You must have many so that one can be born. Use an akazo and never cancel your service. The real salvation Sunday, the real salvation Thursday, when you have it, you will know it. The same way, when you pass the exam, you will know that you have passed. He has shown thee what is good. And what does the Lord require of thee? You know it. Number four. Use an akazo to prevent having empty halls. One of the Sundays, just to make ourselves happy, we will just have an akazo Sunday. We just go and just call people to come into the church. We preach and go. And I can't do Saturday. That one is not even for church growth. Just for feelings. Just for feelings. Because our real church growth doesn't start from here. The real church growth doesn't start from this building. It starts from the centers. Use an akazo to overcome people's excuses. Use an akazo to overcome people's lies. Don't just be there. Anybody can tell you anything. Any, a, a member says that she can't sing because she's in a period. Take her to the back. Push Pastor Mullen into her body and push her to go and sing. The pains I have is more than period. But I'm preaching with it. You are bringing your period. Do you know my period? Use an akazo to make a way. Yes, make a way means that. Make it possible for the people to come. Make it possible. Some of them, it is by seeing their parents, by going to their houses, by being a friend, by calling them. Make it possible. Don't make it. Say, make straight paths for your feet. Use an akazo to go out of your usual circle of friends. Because your own circle of friends or your own idea of who should be in the church has not worked, will not work, and it's not going to work, will never work. Use an akazo until 
there is no more room. Until there is no empty chair. No matter how long it takes. I know somebody who wrote an exam six times to pass maths. I can mention her name, where she stays, and the dates. 